welcome back. Um, I wanted to uh, do a not so silly episode since a few of my um, of the past like two have been so silly. So um, I'm just more in the mood to talk about the arts. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, such a I love when I'm in this mood. Um, well, first of all, it helps that Quinn is still in daycare. <laughs> Let's all let's all acknowledge that. Um, but I took Nova down to uh, the river this morning. We just got back, and oh, it's so nice. Just a good old nature walk, you know. Um, and she is, like I've said, she's just my longest companion, and it's just so nice to just be in nature with her. Um, anyways, and um on the way back you know she's a boxer and she's eight years old so um she's getting older she's getting up there on the way back up um up the canyon she was panting really hard um which like is off is is too because she's a boxer and brachycephalic and but anyways panting really hard and I um I ended up carrying her uh, like her god 55 pound body and I've never done that before and it was like a beautiful thing in a way um like a you know bittersweet it well it was sad mostly to me but also like so beautiful I was just like cherishing her and like our this long friendship we've had and um yeah, I, it, like, made me, like, want to paint that, that, like, image, like, a person, like, well, yeah, like, a person carrying their dog, like, their old dog, so I think I'm gonna paint that, actually, today, um, but yeah, uh, I hope y'all are all doing well, the world isn't as terrible this week as it was last, I guess, but, you know, or, you know, it's, anyways, so, um, but, yeah, so what's going on in my world is I am going to go back to work soon. Um, yeah, I used to be, I was a vet tech, uh, vet assistant at Banfield, um, which is the um, vet hospital inside of PetSmarts. They all have them. And I really loved it. And I actually was really good at it. I was there for uh, almost a, I guess a year and a half until I left when I was like eight months pregnant and um, yeah I really loved it I was really good at it um, and so yeah I'm excited to go back I will be going back um, Tuesdays and Thursdays these days that Quinn goes to daycare and I think that's perfect um, you know like a, a good I love that like a, a good uh, you know I'll get to go somewhere and get out of the house have my me time, you know, work with my animals that I love, uh, you know, make other friends, just, you know, th- like outside the house. It's good to have a job, <laughs> you know. Um, so I'm excited for that. And so that'll probably be like, you know, in the next coming weeks, I have to go buy scrubs again. So I need to do that today or in the, I just need to do that soon. Um, so yeah doing that and I just 
continue to love our front yard time with our kids this summer. Um, it's just my favorite thing. Um, you know, we pick the kids up from daycare. Well, we pick Avery up every day and we'll come home and we're like, front yard time, we'll say. And he's like, front yard time. And he likes to get his like certain water shoes and, you know, he'll come in and take off his pants. And I mean, he likes to just get naked. And then, you know, we'll all grab our drinks and we all head out to the front yard and I have the sprinkler on and he loves playing with the hose and Brett and I just get to sit there with our drinks and just talk about our days and Quinn is crawling on her blanket in front of us and we're just there enjoying our kids and each other and I'm just sitting there just appreciating my family so much and my yard that I am really proud of. I like, I've been really good with watering it this year and um Oh, I just love my front yard time with my family. So let's see, today I am just gonna talk about these peaceful moments, you know, that we just have, that the quiet moments with ourselves, like our internal monologue, or what do you call that? Like your internal, mm, I'm sure everyone's like shouting at me too think of that word yeah like but internal dialogue thank you um yeah those quiet moments just when all that shuts off and you're truly with yourself and oh like and that really is like how you can go you can carry that with you always like even in the the hard times and all the tough moments throughout the day like as long as you have those quiet moments with yourself and then you can carry that into everything and so for me like when I'm thinking about my artwork and kind of my goals for myself in that regard and like what all I'm working on and toward um, in my artistic and creative life. Um, I just keep that with me at all times and I am always choosing the... my output, like what I'm putting out there into the world. I'm like, it's very, like, I'm carefully letting that part go out into the world. Does that make sense? It doesn't. I need to end this thought. <laughs> um, oh, let's talk about books. So I have been in a reading slump for so long now and I, I think we all go through like, you know, um, phases, like reading phases. And I have not, I had the best reading phase like two years ago and the it was all like it it was finished out with where the crawdads sing where the crawdads sing and that book changed my life not like changed my life but that is my oh I I that's just I think my all-time favorite book it was so beautifully written and if you haven't read it 
I highly recommend it. Um, but the author, um, she used to be a um, Delia. Or, I'm sorry, not Delia. What is her name? Uh, oh, shoot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, she used to live in, I think maybe, I don't know. I forget where. Um, but she like studied nature. Like she is a professional, like that's her profession. And so when she came to write this book, it really like her words are just so beautiful because she knows nature like no one else. And, um, man, like, like when I, like, like an example is when Kaya is, so Kaya is our protagonist and she is, she is a child of a very broken home and her parents have abandoned her and she has grown up on this island, this marsh land all by herself, almost for like, basically forever. I think her dad left when she was six and he was, you know, awful. Um, but she lives in this marshland and the marsh is her is her mother you know the marsh has become her parents like and there's one part you know in it that she's feeling so lonely so you know so um acutely lonely and so she goes to the shoreline and she lays down and she lets the waves crash onto her and the way she's describing it is that the like she's so that the waves could hug her and oh I think about that so much and like I could cry right now (laughs) I could cry right now thinking about that I just love that book so much um but otherwise um like I said I've been in a reading slump I just feel like nothing ever could compare to that book um I also read one another one that really stuck with me is um it's called Night Road by Kristen Hanna who is one of my most beloved authors I just love the way she writes too um but um Night Road is about a mother it was a really tough read but it stuck with me and basically it's about a mother and she has two she has um twins a boy and a girl and um when so when the children are you know 16 um her daughter is gets killed in a car car crash and so the rest of the book like you know um and and the book opens like so before that event we are it's it's such a lovely read (laughs) before that um because it's written kind of from a mother's standpoint and she's just talking about how much she loves her children and like the small moments and um just appreciating her life they're very they're very well off (coughs) which is great for them (laughs) but um you know so after this event (sighs) like 
you know, I mean, it takes you through that that perspective. It's like, yeah, so, so the whole thing is, the whole book is her perspective. And so, like, you know, it takes you from the moment she hears that her daughter died, you know, she, um, you know, like I think it's saying when, like when the doctor, you know, she's in the hospital and when the doctor says she's brain dead, I think it says at brain dead, she fell to her knees and vomited. And that right there has just stuck with me, obviously, because that is such a visceral description of exactly what would happen when you hear that you're anyways and so and so there it carries on um you know we're taking this journey with her and she cannot cope i mean but but she anyways anyways it's a great book and then um and then at the end it's all about her accepting i think like um well not yeah accepting and you know learning to live with that awful awful thing that has happened to her and um I, i think like during the whole book she never visits her grave her daughter's grave dogs hey no um and at the end of the book she finally goes and visits her grave and i forget um you know what i'm gonna actually read the last page of that because it's so beautiful you know what i'm actually just gonna read the last chapter because this is my podcast and i can do that um okay so chapter 27 mia's diary it had been here all this time waiting jude ran her fingertips over the mottled brass lock and then slowly she opened the book. Property of Mia Faraday, private, keep out. And yes, that means you, Zach, attack. Dear diary, I'm scared. Is it okay to write that down? I know how lame it makes me look, but you won't care, right, diary? No one at high school is gonna talk to me. Mom says high school will be be better than middle school, but she always says stuff like that. How would she know what it's like to be me? She was a cheerleader and probably homecoming queen. What could she have done if Maribeth Astor called her pizza face? I wish I hadn't cried. That just made everything worse. And now I'll probably have to sit by MB in class. Crap. It used to be easy for me. So like, what happened? In grade school, I had lots of friends. Well, so, okay, maybe they were Zach's friends. But we all played together, and I didn't know there was something wrong with me. Now I know. Boy, do I know. Madre is calling us for breakfast, the most important meal of the day. Yeah, right. Loser out. Dear diary, you won't believe what happened today. Okay, I'm going to write it all down so I don't forget anything. First of all, mom was wrong about high school, at least at first. I walked into high school with Zach, and even though he was holding my hand, it was like I was invisible. Okay, maybe, okay, like, I don't need all my diaries. Okay, so she reads all her journal entries and, like, she gets it now okay so we're back to out of the journal nana jude looked up and saw her granddaughter standing by the bed 
in her pink terry cloth sweats with her curly blonde hair, a mass of tangles. Oh yeah, um, the daughter that died's brother. So, uh, you know, her son ends up having a baby with, um, so, okay, actually. So when Mia was killed, her and Zach were with their best friend, um, and, and the best friend was driving. And so Jude has always hated that girl. And so, um, and she's always like, she's never connected with, um, and so, okay. And so that girl and the brother were dating. That's like why they're, why she's their best friend. Um, and, and they like kind of broke up. They like the brother didn't blame her, but it was such a hard thing that they ended up, you know, kind of losing touch and actually uh i think i think the driver um ended up going to jail um for it because i think uh she had like a hint of alcohol in her breath like she wasn't drunk because like she was such a good girl like she didn't drink but they had like talked her into having a beer that night anyways um so okay here we are nana Jude looked up and saw her granddaughter standing by the bed in her pink terry cloth sweats with her curly blonde hair, a mass of tangles. She looked exactly like Mia at that age, and it disoriented Jude just a little. For the first time in years, Mia felt close enough to touch. The diary had brought her back to Jude. Grace burst into tears. M-m-mommy left. Love Grace better. She needs you. Jude got out of bed and scooped Grace into her arms. It's okay, baby, she whispered. And then suddenly Jude was crying too. She clung to Grace, crying against the child's soft, plump cheek, smelling the sweet baby shampoo scent of her hair, remembering. I told her I wanted to stay with daddy, Grace said, sobbing. And I do want to be with daddy, but, but I want my mommy too. I should have told her that. Oh, Grace, Jude looked at her granddaughter through a blur of tears. In the soft focus, she saw not only Grace, but Zach and Mia, too. And the, uh, and the Lexi, who had been a part of them. They were all in Grace's face, in her eyes, in the pink bow of her mouth. How had Jude forgotten that? No, she hadn't forgotten it. She'd known it all along. She looked away from it pur- purposefully, afraid that the pain would kill her. But not feeling, but not feeling had taken away, uh, okay. In a way, they were all together again in this moment, embraced in one another's arms, just as they were if Mia, just as they would have been if Mia were alive. She carried Grace up onto Mia's big bed and snuggled her, and snuggled with her there. Grace slowly opened her small fist. Resting on her palm lay the promise ring Zach had given Lexi. Look what mommy gave me. Jude picked, up, Jude picked up the fragile ring. This was what she'd been so upset about by all those years ago. A little circle of white gold. Uh, da, 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 da. This isn't... Okay. So she like... Da, da, da. What am I looking for? It's like... It's when she visits the grave. It's like the last words. Okay. Here we go. Um, okay. 
For years, Jude had worried that she would forget her daughter, that time would somehow sand away her memories until nothing solid was left. But now, sitting here in the sunshine, holding her balloons, she remembered everything. How Mia used to suck her thumb and stroke her stuffed puppy's satin paws. How she used to break into a run just before she saw Jude in the carpool lane. How she ate her oranges in sections, tearing away every tiny speck of white. How in a hurry she was how in a hurry she was to grow up. I bought I bought you this ring a long time ago, Jude said, and she's sitting here at Mia's grave. I bought you this ring a long time ago, Jude said, feeling the tug of both sadness and joy. It was strange how those emotions could coexist at a moment like this. I bought it for an 18-year-old girl who I thought was my future. She stared down at the pink diamond. It sparkled in the sunlight, danced. Every time she looked at this ring, she would remember something about her daughter. Sometimes she would cry, but that was okay. Because, sometime, because someday, maybe she would smile, or even laugh. That was something she had learned the past few weeks. In the sea of grief, there were islands of grace, moments in time when one could remember what was left. Um, hold on, sorry. Uh, hold on, sorry, sorry, sorry. Moments in time when one could remember what was left, rather than all that had been lost. She stood and released the balloons into the sky. The pink dots swirled and bounced on an invisible cloud of air, as if an impatient girl had grabbed them, as if an impatient girl had grabbed at them and missed. A sound like laughter came through the trees, and Jude experienced a profound sense of peace. She'd been wrong before. Her daughter was here with her, inside of her. Sorry, I'm gonna read that again. She'd been wrong before. Her daughter was here with her inside of her she'd always been she'd always been here even when jude was too broken to look for her but it was time now to say goodbye baby i love you <sighs> for the first time in years she believed <sighs> okay these are like the last oh my gosh it's so good i'm gonna read it again but but it was time now to say goodbye baby i love you for the first time in years, she believed that her daughter could hear her. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, great book. <laughs> I think I'm going to um, wrap up this podcast, guys. Uh, I go cry. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, well, I hope you all have a wonderful day. Um, yeah, <laughs> love you guys. I really appreciate all the support. Um, and please rate and review and subscribe and tell your friends. Thanks so much. Love y'all. Bye.